0: This week's episode of Aussie Techies is brought to you by Start New Company. Register your company immediately today with ASIC. ABN GST registration is also available directly from the portal. Also set up your family trust and self-managed superannuation fund and more. All at startnewcompany.com.au. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash startnewco. And keep an eye out for our regular specials. Start your new company now within 10 minutes of lodgement. All legal company documentation provided after registration. Startnewcompany.com.au. brought to you by athwebhosting.com.au all our servers are operating on ssd drives immediate activation ssl certificates aussie support domain registration and more easy install wordpress joomla drupal and 300 other one-click installations generous space and bandwidth auto backups wordpress help and maintenance plans are also available on contact if your webpage is important for your business or your life contact us today aussie support secure services athwebhosting.com.au and now for the oh hello everyone and i think i'll cut that off again uh welcome to aussie tech episode 691 it's the 24th of august 2020 and uh nearly the end of winter so warm welcomes uh to everyone uh yes i think i i keep forgetting that i think after that end of that music there is another little uh ad for athwebhosting.com.au so i'll tell you all about that one day it's all about uh fast ssd servers and all that sort of stuff and if you want any uh if you want to do a blog or a, or a website for your business, jump on there. It's all pretty much DIY. If you need a hand, I can also jump on with uh, maintenance packages and all that sort of stuff. See, that's better than any ad, any pre-roll ad, anyway, isn't it? All right, so yes, it's another uh, that's another episode. So welcome. Uh, this week we have got Paul again. So let's say good day to Paul. Hey, going, Paul?
1: Hey, Glenn, and all you viewers out there. Uh, how are you going?
0: Yeah, not too bad, thanks. Uh, it's been uh, not too bad down here on the Goldie. I think, uh, yeah, look, I think we've had a couple of these corona cases up in Brisbane, and but so far we've been we've been escaping the, the main, any real infections here on the Gold Coast. So so, uh, so
1: no, none of your particular area, hey? Because we, we haven't had any up in, uh, in Toowoomba here either.
0: No, no, it's been pretty good. I think the Brisbane's got a couple. Uh, we can still go over the border to Tweed, but uh, we can't go too much further down if we go into like uh, I don't know. Like, I think you go past Brunswick Heads, you might have to do fourteen days when you come back. So we're not going anywhere near that place. So, so, so you
1: don't, you don't, do you have much reason to go down, down that way anyway?
0: Only probably to Tweed Heads. Um, you know, sometimes that's where some customers are. That's where mum and dad are. Uh, but other than that, no. <laughs> so um, yeah, other, with
1: Tweed Heads is okay.
0: Yeah, there's not nothing down there. But yeah, but speaking of the the corona and the and and whatnot, I just like to. Uh, yeah, just uh, say goodbye to everyone living in, in Melbourne and Victoria, especially because uh, look, it's very it'd be very frustrating being under curfew and under lockdown. Like I remember when we were in lockdown for a little while. It's, oh, look, I'm not sure how 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 serious it is the lockdown is down in Melbourne. From what I hear on the news, it is you, you can't really go out of the house only for an hour a day. Um, yeah, but, yeah. yeah, I don't think I really got to that. We got to that stage
1: here in Queensland. With our no, down. I don't think so either. I've got I've got a friend that uh, a close friend of mine that lives in in uh, Melbourne. He uh, lives in St Kilda, and um, he's actually immune compromised, and um, he has to be really careful because um, he could if if he did get sick, it could potentially make mm. him very sick or kill him uh, if he wasn't careful. So he's I think he's uh, I haven't spoke to him much, but I think he'd be keeping himself in quarantine already uh, for
0: for weeks, if not months. Hmm. Yeah. Cause I was only thinking about, you know, you guys down there in Victoria just the other day thinking like oh, he's, you know, you poor buggers are only halfway through, you know, and you've got old, old Dan, what are they, what are they calling chairman? Dan, that they want to, uh, Andrews. Yeah. They want to, he wants to extend the lockdown further or something if the cases persist. Oh, that's no good. No good. And the but financial anyway.
1: impact would be huge too on, on government, on everyone.
0: Oh, it is. It is anyway, even in, around the rest of the states. Anyway, because uh, you've got the limited travel and so forth. Like I guess there's a few industries that are going, or that would probably be going, around local businesses, like real local businesses. Uh, but then again, you've got the problems of the, getting the stock. You know, like you go down the Kmart and all that sort of stuff, and you and what was another golf buggies? You know, the little golf trolleys. Apparently, yeah. you can't really buy them anymore because all this stuff comes from China. So.
1: Yeah, because no, I think China's standard is is in recovery pretty much.
0: Mm, they'll sure. recover.
1: They'll recover before we do. They're very quick at adapt adapting.
0: Well, they might not care about. They're old and they're dead. You know, it's a bit like that Monty Python movie, "Throw out your dead." Shit. <laughs> so, you know, they come around. Yeah, uh, yeah. But because yeah, I saw them, uh, oh, I saw something on the news the other day. They were having pool parties over there in Wuhan.
1: That was in in Wuhan, uh, which was the source of it. That was a very deliberate act to mm. uh make it clear to the world that they have rid themselves of corona well that's
0: uh, right. i think
1: that that's a questionable uh statement, but mm. um I think that's them putting their little market there to say we're done well
0: yes uh maybe, but you know like the 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 the, the integrity is is not there to start with, is it really no and, the fact uh, that it's so...
1: got uh, that it's in China is part of that problem mm.
0: yeah exactly so anyway so we look. Look, we're thinking of you guys in Victoria and uh, everyone else around the country for that matter. And uh, look, if you, if you want to, have got nothing to do on Saturday nights, Jordan still does his virtual pub uh, live streaming on Facebook. And oh, so yeah. if you, can, you can jump on there at the facebook.com forward slash virtual pub Australia. So I think it's, it kicks off every Saturday night at about 8 p.m. And then uh, he's got uh, three or four, or about four, four Museo acts uh, in different Skype windows or with different Zoom windows. And you, uh, yeah, he switches between whichever one wants to sing at the time. They, it's pretty hard, you know, for, because of the latency and lags and, and all that sort of stuff. It's hard for everyone to sing and say, do a, uh, I don't know, a uh, duet, duet or... So, or so they do,
1: they're doing solos. they have basically transfer between person as they do their own solo. Yes, that's right.
0: Yeah, that's uh, right. It would
1: have been good if but they could synchronise and, and they could all, work, all do it together.
0: Yeah, I think they have tried a couple of times. And look, it didn't go too bad. But, you know, it was all a bit you know, out of sync. But look, but some of the, the stuff, you know, these guys, uh, the ones that get on there, they're not just, say, mum and dads or, or, or the bloke next door. It's uh, the guys that get out there would normally be playing at a pub or at a venue on a Saturday yeah, night.
1: Yeah, so they expect that they're used to having high quality with no lag or anything.
0: Yeah, so like, because they can, yeah, so because they can't, well, they've got their little studios in their room, and, and Jordan uh, just gets them all together, like four of them every week, they change it, the talent changes every week, so, so, so yeah, it's good. And uh, speaking of talented, uh, just wanted to thank all the talented uh, Patreon subscribers or whatever you want to call them, the uh, Patreon dudes that uh, have subscribed to us. Uh, we've got this, I, I can't even pronounce some of these uh, names, did you know the avatar names or whatever you... Which, 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 oh, yeah, other. I think um, Handles, yeah. Handles. Remind, I've got something to tell you about avatars in a minute. Remind all me right. of avatars. All right. Uh, so, but, yeah, thanks to CD and, and View, <laughs> bouncing, yeah. bouncing Yelowski, uh, Daniel and Amman, David and Chris. So, uh, thanks to us for your massive support. Is most welcome. Thank and, you, uh, guys. So, Keeps us going. And that all goes towards... Uh, yeah, just keeping the, 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 the wheels rolling, the, the tank fueled, and yeah, and uh, this is what we do. So, we're sort of doing a bit of an early record today, so, to tip it into the, the, the scheduled work day, but we can handle it, can't we, Paul?
1: Oh, we can sure can. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I just just
1: work till late tonight.
0: <laughs> now, look, I'm not going to talk all over the Paul's going to get a chance at a second. Yes. This, is, this is the most I've talked all day. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, um, but I want to tell you guys about a show on Netflix. If you might not have seen it, now it's called High Score, and it's all about the the uh, console gaming industry. And I, uh, I
1: saw a preview for that. I think I saw someone talked about it.
0: Yeah. So I started watching. I'm up to episode three. I'm not sure how many there are. It might be six of them or so. But so far, it's been really good. Yeah.
1: Is it is it arcade games or computer games? What is
0: it? Well, they they mention the arcade games and then. Uh, the like first
1: Space video, Invaders.
0: Yes, they concentrated a lot on Space Invaders. They they each episode sort of goes down a different little rabbit hole. Uh, but the, look, the first one concentrated on the Atari, uh, and then the next one, you know, was about. Uh, oh, I can't remember what it is. But just different things. they sort of all merged together in Commodore sixty four. Yeah, things like that. But that yeah. that, that
1: would be in there, yeah.
0: Let me see if I can get it up on the uh, on the on the on the internets. Yeah,
1: I once, I, once I see it, I'll have an
0: idea. I'll have to see what's coming up here. Hang on, we'll just show you over there. Mm-hmm. The High School Netflix official site. Here we go. Let's see what comes up here. Yeah, th- this docu-series traces the history of classic video games featuring insights from the innovators who brought these worlds and characters to life. Um, so, episode... No. Episode one was Space Invaders and Pac Man, and that was very interesting how the Pac Man actually came to be, came to be thought of. Then, number two was the comeback here the Japanese playing card company called Nintendo enters the gaming and hits with Donkey Kong. And that there was a uh,
1: that was a Game and Watch series they started with,
0: didn't they? Yeah, could have, I don't know about that, but yeah, I don't know, but Donkey Kong, but anyway, all I took from that episode was that it was a uh they had a big problem with King Kong. So Nintendo versus Hollywood. And so luckily...
1: Uh, oh, they call him Donkey Kong, eh?
0: Yeah, Nintendo 1. So, so, so there's, a
1: decent, there's a decent bit of background there. It's not just um, uh, enthusiasts playing games.
0: No, no, no. It's, it's a, like a documentary. So okay. I think I've done, uh, yeah, Role Playing Games was episode three. That went into Dungeons and & Dragons. And, oh, yeah. Um, and,
1: and oh, I was a Dungeons like & Dra- Dragons play when I was younger.
0: Yeah, yeah, I heard of it.
1: Didn't play no. it. <laughs> and, yeah, you had to be a bit of a freak.
0: <laughs> and uh, I think, look, it's been really interesting. So, uh, yeah, if you've got Netflix, jump on there on there, and uh, have a look at that. This looks like six episodes. Sounds um, good, I will. Oh, that's yeah. a
1: full, full season, six episodes.
0: Yeah, so the only other good series I saw lately was McMillions. There was a story of the, some McDonald's scam, uh, the Monopoly McDonald's scam. That was good, too. That's another good one. If you get oh, into yeah. little series, yeah. Do you, know, Did you like... watch
1: Do you watch fictitious stuff much? Oh yes. Because I've been I've been really into uh, one. It went for some like twelve seasons. Um, a, a um, show called uh, Trailer Park Boys.
0: Oh, I've heard of that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Don't put it on screen. Don't don't play because it it'll it's be full of um rude stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's it's funny. It's um. Oh, I, I found it funny. It's, you have to have a special sense of humour for it.
0: Yeah, look, I've heard of that. I think I might have watched one or two. I can't, re- I can't recall it uh, straight away. But, um, yeah. but yeah. But anyway, but yeah. It's one. Know.
1: It's one you don't want to have your kids around because they just swear all the way through it. Right. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> well, that's just pretty much what all TV shows are these days. It's oh, not as
1: not, not as much as this one. <laughs> they have trouble getting through one sentence without four swear words. Oh, geez.
0: <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyway, so that's a couple of things to watch on the on the Netflix if you got it. And look, I yep. tell you, I don't know if I mentioned this last time that we were doing the show, but another thing on the the Prime Video app, the Prime Video Am- network, Amazon, Amazon one. There's yeah. a show, and it's an Australian show called Last One Laughing. Now, if you want to laugh, I heard, I've fast. seen
1: it advertised on free to air TV actually.
0: <clears throat> like that is, uh, I don't know, some of the humour in that's right up my alley. And, it's uh, all
1: Aussie, Aussie, is
0: it? Yes, yes. So you've got like 12 yeah. comedians locked into a room and they've, you've got to make everyone, like so that each one has to make the other one, each other laugh. I mean,
1: and you get kicked out if you laugh. Yeah, yeah
0: smile, smirk or, or hee uh, and yeah. you're out.
1: They've been <laughs> vlogging that a lot on free-to-air TV. I saw a bit of it recently.
0: Oh, it's very funny. Well, it is yeah. very funny. Like and about being the, Australian, we'd understand some of the humour too. Yes, and uh, there's some visual humour and, and some things are just so disgusting. <laughs> just yeah. kind of, oh, man, it's, it's very funny, very funny. Yeah. Um, all right, well, uh, well, what have you been up to, Paul? Anyway, I've just had a go for half an hour.
1: Yeah, what yeah, we're not doing? really making much progress. It's going to be 45 minutes here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I apologise to those people out there. My screen's a bit dark. Uh, that's just the environment I'm in here at the moment. Um, we don't normally do this time of the day. I was impromptu. So I just grabbed a little space at, I'm at Canvas Co-working in Toowoomba and I just went and found a little corner to do me a little show away from all the noise. Nice. And, uh, what have I been up to? i have been really busy with, um, new clients. Um, nice. it's, it's, uh, really keeping me hopping. And I had a bit of a, uh, a, a mishap on my bicycle the other day and hurt my, Shoulder and my neck, a little so I'm a little bit uh, slow to move, and and the uh, motivation's a little bit lower. I'm having trouble sleeping because I can't sleep on my left side, and I normally do. Mm, that's so um, that's what I've, I've been up to. Mm. Yeah,
0: so with new customers and stuff, like is this just all your computer maintenance and computer
1: fixes? Is and it- mainly, yeah, yeah. Well, it's entire computer services, specialist in technology support for individuals, homes, and small business. Now that uh, I'm getting a, a fair bit of business coming from. Uh, this uh, it doesn't take much to throw my normal schedule out because on a one-man show. Um, I can get uh, if one customer needs uh, a full rebuild of a machine done, or needs their internet troubles- troubleshooting done. On their internet, I can sometimes uh, th- that can throw me uh, out of out of kilter, and it's, mm-hmm. uh, it takes a bit. It, oh, it only takes a couple of customers to make make things uh, uh, pretty busy for
0: me. Yeah, with, I think rebuilding machines,
1: geez, that could take you, oh, if you have to install all the software, oh, you got images yeah. though, but yeah, that could take you. No, I, I, have, I only have an a base SOE image, and then I go to my client and say, okay, let's put your data. Well, first of all, I get their computer, I do an image of their original drive if it's, if it's resurrectable, then I'll save their data on a uh, server, on a safe server. Then I will um, uh, wipe the drive, reinstall Windows uh, with an image on an SOE, then I will put their da- all their data back on, and then I will uh, deploy to site and install custom software. Now, that doesn't happen overnight. You Usually, mm. it can take to do all the latest Windows updates if you haven't got the um, latest uh, build. You can be looking at uh, a full 24 hours of, uh, of updates and restarts of your machine.
0: So when you've got the, do you uh, say reinstall, do you download and install the latest version or you got to go back to your... No, your I, use,
1: I use my image to try and save a little bit of time. I use my own image, which has got a certain amount of customization in it. To start with, Otherwise, did it just be so expensive? No one could really afford
0: to get the full job done. How often do you change your image? Or update your
1: image? I, every time I create a new image, or not every time, every uh, month or two, depending on how busy I am, uh, I'll generate an image. I've got a procedure and a process where I'll generate a new image once I have, um, because I usually, I'll I'll put the image on, which is a base image, then I'll do all the latest updates and then I replace that old image with the new image. So Mm -hmm. I'm always renewing that image. There's there's much more to it than that, but that in its simplest form and assuming everything goes smoothly, that's the way it works.
0: I know I was just complaining to Paul just before the show that my computer seems to be getting a bit slower, getting old. It's a, it's a nice seven, what, fourth generation, so it's about six generations old. That might be about three or four years.
1: Yeah, they're just getting and, old this year. Yeah. What, and, what, do you have, what, what generation? Four? Uh, yeah, four. 4 oh, I'm, use, I'm using third gen. Uh, third, third, It's a second or third gen, and mine runs like a trooper.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, my, mine just been sort of, I don't know, you get these RAM, what I call RAM leak, and then, like, because I don't turn mine off. And so, like, after a couple of days, like, it's well, just... Well, what up. do
1: you mean? You don't you don't, t- you don't restart once a week?
0: Uh, no. Well, there's, there's part of your problem. Well, but before, well normally, there's been, never been a problem. And I've had to only restart just because I thought, well, I better restart. Uh, Times, now, yeah,
1: th- things change. And it's, mm, that, that's, it's, a, that's a number one fix, if you ask me for you.
0: Well, yeah, well, now I've got to restart. Uh, because the RAM starts to increase, you know, because I've got a little little uh, LCD display in front of me here, and it tells me what my RAM's up to.
1: Oh, that's you're using a desktop machine, yeah. Mm. yeah. No, actually, the easiest fix is for you to do a restart and then you've got to make sure you measure and do comparisons after you do it.
0: Now, mm. yeah, look, I know uh, Will wanted me to talk about the this uh, Google News thing. False uh, about look. it. Well, I'm not, I'm not across that. <laughs> Good so stuff. I'm going to say sorry, Will. I'm going to leave that for you for next week. But uh, but uh, <laughs> what I gather, and this is just me just shooting off the toppy, but uh, from what I gather is, you know how Google links, or they, that they'll scrape the news sites and produce the news onto their own Google News. Oh yeah, and that's
1: what they're raving on about. You go to your Google homepage, you'll see it. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so they've been on about that for a while.
0: Look, I did look, Will, I did try and, and read it, and I thought, okay, I know. Because I, you know you see these little links, and I thought, look, I'm going to read this. It's a bit uh, long, so I can talk about it. So look, I did. I did read it. I read okay. a lot of it. Well, I've read I read did... a lot
1: of it. But between us, we can figure it out.
0: No, but then I thought, as I sort of sort of getting to the end, I'm thinking, well, this isn't giving me the other side of the story, is it? Because this is just a big bit of a bit of a bitch. Bit of a Google's bitch
1: Google's in a very uh, powerful place because of exactly what they're doing there, whereas. Mm. Um, the other media sources don't have
0: the benefit of what you're looking at there now. But what I think Google is saying is that this new law is going to uh, uh, force Google to somehow divulge certain industry secrets, like search algorithm secrets and user data to to the newspapers, uh, to the media platforms better. I'm not too sure about that part of it. The only part that I'm sort of was concerned, well, not concerned about. We'll see. Was that uh, you know Google? They want to somehow get some sort of model uh, for payment, so Google can't just reproduce what, say, um, uh, the City Morning Herald has paid. You know, a journalist, electricity, qualified, qualified blah, 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 blah. journalists. Yeah. yeah. So they, so City Morning Herald's got a massive ton of expenses to go and get the news. And Google just scrapes it and just says, oh, yeah, this is what happened. Only yeah, maybe. well,
1: they're, they're, re- they're required to generate legitimate news. Nothing on Google necessarily has to even be legitimate. It can be a big bunch of lies.
0: Mm. So, look, I'm not really across it, so I don't really want to go on to, with it too much more. So, sorry, Will, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to handball... Yeah, so sorry about that. There's a little bit of a cut, if you didn't notice, and that was because the computer froze. So um, now we're not too sure how the uh, video is going to turn out because I just had a quick check and the, the MP4 is corrupted. I'm not sure too sure if I can fix nah, that. But, um,
1: cross cross fingers, eh?
0: Yeah, look, the, the Zoom's recording, so we might have a lower, lower quality value uh, video. But anyway, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, there's always something that goes wrong. I know what's happened. It looks like the computer overheated because I rebooted and it says, ooh, CPU over temperature. And I went, right. And so sometimes what happens is it's, uh, even though I'm water-cooled, and all this sort of stuff, sometimes wow. the a, a dust gets into the, you know, the little radiator part and stuff, and, it, and the cooling is not as efficient. So once I get one or two of those little errors, unfortunately it happened through the middle of a podcast, but once I get one of those little errors, like later on, maybe on the weekend, if it doesn't keep happening sooner, I'll take the computer out and just blow the dust because it, it cakes in a bit. And so I just wow, blow okay. the dust out of it, and then it gets it back. The cooling becomes more efficient again. And uh, i
1: never had a, a water-cooled system.
0: Oh, okay, right, yeah, they're not bad.
1: Mine work too perfectly. Otherwise,
0: they're uh... oh no, they're, there's nothing wrong with the fan ones. They're just they're quieter as well. That's why I like oh, it. Yeah, so... and you
1: got a mic, a sensitive mic there too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I'm very I'm very sensitive all around, Danny. Oh,
1: yeah, of course.
0: <laughs> Something I pulled out this week and then uh Paul you can have a go uh, is uh, look if you use Photoshop, you know there's a free one, there's a free open source thing called GIMP. Well, that's pretty good. It's a bit uh look I've tried to use it, it's a bit daunting at the when you first open it because it's a bit uh I don't know, it doesn't not very the GUI's not very nice and it's a very no. it's a bit overwhelming.
1: This is GIMP you're talking about.
0: Yes, yeah, to yeah. Be I've
1: honest. used I've used GIMP and Photoshop, and GIMP has the same has some similar capabilities, but the interface is not what we're familiar with, and that's it's it's like um, uh, LibreOffice and uh, uh, Microsoft Office. They've got a few uh, differences, and that can make a difference between wanting to use it or not
0: yes that's right so look i came across this thing and just only just this week while i was looking for stories and it's and it's the, the title of it is photoshop for free so obviously that immediately attracted my attention
1: no and that was gimp was it
0: that's what i thought but no um this uh, it's called pixlr so p-i-x-l-r.com now its sole mission is to make Design easy and accessible to all. Since the acquisition in 2017, the world's most widely used cloud and mobile photo editing suite offers over 10 million royalty-free content ex- content exclusively to subscribers. So it's apparently got a user base of about 500 million. Largely, Hang
1: on, but it's it's mobile. You said,
0: and and what's well, online? Because oh, that, it's web web yeah it's web based. So I'll show you. I've got a, I got I brought it up here.
1: Yeah yeah.
0: Oh now that don't work because I have to. Oh there it is. That's no. I don't know why that doesn't work. I can only show it to you through here with Paul in the corner. But else, <laughs> Hang on, I'll move it out there so we can, don't have to watch Paul or every five seconds of the of our day. <laughs> now, <laughs> now, this is um. <clears throat> so as you can see, I've I imported a, a PSD, a, a Photoshop file here. Um, and so if I click on that, if I want to open that, you'll see that it looks pretty similar to Photoshop and a lot easier than the GIMP. So. Uh, I'm right. Not,
1: okay interesting and this is all free
0: yes yes and i'm not too sure oh, yeah i'm not too sure uh, how uh intense it all gets but like just for basic operations like what i'm doing it's obviously got layers so you can click yeah. the layers off and on uh over mm, there okay. now also uh as i was m- being was mucking around with it also there is a video type of uh, version that these guys put out now let me grab uh where do i put it in probably tools is it not that is it this one here and it's called designs.ai and this is uh it's like you can do logo makers video makers graphic makers facebook instagram and stuff so well that's well, it's the same as canva yes yeah, so that's what it reminded me of canva's
1: canva's could on great guns too at the moment
0: yeah, yeah. So I haven't really gone into this, but um, but, but Canva was it does video as well, which I was uh, surprised to hear just the other week. And
1: they they last week or week before they uh, integrated scheduling, automated scheduling into uh, their oh, postings oh. as well. Oh, so you can what auto schedule you, your face? You can schedule you can schedule this post to go with its customization for Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. It can nice. Uh, uh, do them all at once by schedule which i thought they're just adding to their more strings to their
0: bow does it do now you probably won't know the answer to this but does it also schedule it out to uh, google my business um let me have a look yeah
1: i think it is google yeah i think a google platform i think so hang on
0: google canva canva post to google my because people forget about google my business and it's very important
1: yeah like that's the only way i um that's the only listing i've got for my business i don't even have a website
0: much to your disgust least <laughs> i am disgusted Canva. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here we go website schedule planner let's have a look in here so we've got how do we know where we're scheduling to i only
1: did, i only did a lesson yesterday on it so i don't know very well yet oh okay i, 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 don't, I don't use Canva myself um uh
0: i, I should yeah, it doesn't say off the... T- so weeklings. look through our collection of customizable. let say we're going to do that. So there must be, use this template, yes. I'll sign up with, okay, so you've got to sign in. So, okay, what's something, to, something for us to have a bit of a look at? Oh, look, claim rewards, yeah. okay. Now, uh, um, yeah, okay, but yeah, so just again, that's called, the one that's uh, for images is called yeah. Pixlr, pixl And It'll it, be
1: interesting to see uh, how yeah. how it compares.
0: Yeah, so you've got the familiar icons over to the left-hand side that look like the Photoshop <clears throat> icons. So look, here's a fill, that obviously fill. Oh, it's got nice little instructions too. So then if I choose a color, say black, or we'll just choose that, okay.
1: Is the interface really quite... I've been used uh, Photoshop for a long time, but it's interface very similar to uh, Adobe, is it?
0: Well, this is, yeah. So if I try and... Okay. Well, how can I... Oh, no. oh yeah white okay oh yeah look that's yeah I was, in in photoshop that crosshairs changed to a changes to a bucket like the fill bucket but yeah in, yeah but I in don't. this one it didn't so I, that's why i was worried where is it going to fill but can yeah. kind
1: of everything exactly the same, because then they'll be done for um for copying
0: well you know photoshop's been trying to do it for five years or, or 15 years so they've got a bit of a leg up i suppose but yeah, yeah. so that's that one so that's pretty good it's pretty pretty good. So have a look at that. Um, awesome. Yeah. So what what's uh, one of your stories this week, Paul?
1: My stories this week. Okay, let's get over to my first one. So my first one. Bring this one up on screen. Is um, this week is Scams Awareness Week? Oh yeah. That is um, supported by. Uh, it's, it's mainly uh, put out by the Australian Competition Consumer Commission, a Triple C, and. Um, I've actually been I'll just read through this first bit. Um, scams have seen 55% increase in, re, in reports involving loss and personal information this year compared with the same period in 2019, totaling more than uh, 24,000 reports and over 22 million in losses. The scam Awareness Week, uh, the scams Awareness Week. This scam beware. Listen to our new podcast series and find out how scammers use new technology and tricks to uh, trick you into giving away information they can use to steal your identity for their own. And gain uh, ways, gain ways to protect yourself. And it's actually got. You know, moving on from there, this website it's actually reasonably well done. There's a little. Um, uh, this is not your life podcast, and it's supposedly a, a new episode daily, and they. They do it. It's a, it's a longish uh, episode. It's like 12 minutes, but they they sort of take you through a, a bit of a, like a little interview, and it's, it's on the This Is Your Life type, type scenario. Hmm. And then down below that, you've got a little quiz you can take. Take a quiz, and you can actually compare to see what you know as to what uh, is really um, accurate on that. Right. Okay. I'm actually going to be doing a presentation here tomorrow on this particular uh, subject. Um, for scam, scams, awareness week.
0: Yeah, so the scams are everywhere, and like, you hear about different ones, at different times, don't you? And uh, but at the... oh, yeah, especially um, coronavirus ones have really been uh, surging ahead, obviously, of recent. So, are they coming through the emails? Is this the is this the guts well, scam,
1: scam scams come from many places. They come from from email, telephone calls, SMS, face to face, even even though face to face is hard to try and uh, to implement. Um, A lot of them come through email. And the main reason the word Corona gets thrown around is because it's at the tips of people's tongues, people thinking about it, talking about it, and it builds a level of credibility. If I said to you, wobbly disease, chances are you'd probably going to ignore it because it's not something you need to listen to where someone might listen to something with the words "coronavirus." So it's all about building credibility. Yeah
0: right, right. I was just looking for something here. I don't know if I can if I can find it, but I had a, I did come across a story that would have probably uh, backed onto that one really well, but um, I'm not sure where I where it was now, so I probably won't be able to pick it up. But um, oh, okay. but yeah, it was good. But anyway, it doesn't matter. It's, anyway.
1: Yeah. I just wanted to put it out there, that Scam Awareness Week. Uh, Make yourself going to the uh, website, scamwatch.gov.au.
0: Yeah, and then, look, if you subscribe to it, you get emails by them from them as well, and they'll tell you what the latest scam is so you can avoid it. But I think, look, most of them, you do come through the old uh, emails and, Oh, look, I just, look, you get, you get the spam, just normal spam, you know, from Gmail addresses. You just send them straight to junk. And then hopefully the, the internet's start learning that they are junk. And that's. Well, let me, let me give you a little tip there. There's better things than sending the junk,
1: and that is block.
0: No, well, the that's the same
1: thing, I think. No, no, blocking actually doesn't even come into your uh, mail client. It keeps it out. As soon as it hits your, uh, your uh, mail client, it gets rejected out and doesn't even go into a junk folder they're different right but that's if you. sorry with outlook it is anyway
0: well i don't know because i thought because when you block something on outlook you've got to go to junk to block it but then i think it goes on the block list and it won't come back through
1: that's that's right and that's my point
0: but yeah, so well, once you... it's
1: in a block list, it won't, you won't get to you. The original one does. Yeah. And then you go, if you're going to junk and go, well, I'm getting too many of these in a junk, block it. And you don't even have to see it in
0: junk again either. But then what happens be- behind the scenes is that that little block goes, you know, gets filtered back to Microsoft, say. And then, that, then they'll say, oh, that address there, we've had 300,000 people send that to Books. junk. So we're going to yep. just block that for across the network now yeah and then, yeah
1: and this i think this is the sort of jace stuff that jace deals with every day
0: mm, yeah that's right and because like i've had some issues with say like a couple of my clients addresses ended up on these blacklists, and and one day i had to ring jace because i was on one of his lists <laughs> and i said oh really can you have a look at this what am, am i on the list or not and so we had a bit of a quick look and went yeah you're on I said oh can i put in a uh a request to remove <laughs> right okay yeah so yeah, like, i've um
1: But I somehow got onto some big list somewhere recently, and I went from getting two junk emails a day to getting about ten or fifteen, and that was terrible.
0: Yeah. Well, look. Sometimes a lot of your junk mail, if you do get a lot of junk mail, uh, and you've got a website, a lot sometimes a lot of them will come through the website uh, because if your contact page, you know, contact us page, might be not as secure as it should be, and then
1: plain plain sight email.
0: No, not just that. Just the, the just WordPress and contact us pages there must be some yeah. um, vulnerability in the code and it's still there because like i know the my accounts like the ones i look after they're all updated to wordpress 5.5 and plugins are updated up the yin yang everything's updated but what happens is uh these the spam still comes through and so they ring me up say i'm still getting spam so all you gotta do is just put one of those captures captures on it and then that seems to stop a lot of the spam so um, the like the, right, okay. the the bots out there just must come in, see your contact form, and fill it out, and pretend to fill it out, or and yeah. fill it out and send it to you. Um, well, that's why
1: that's what they use capture capture um, features.
0: That's right. So now, if you put the put the capture on, then it'll recognise that that's a bot, and then it'll just go, no, it's not going to do. But yes, yeah, so if you're getting a lot of spam, check your and then you've got a website, check your contact page. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I don't
0: have a website. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> now, you might have heard Apple has become a $2 trillion company. Like, it, were we talking about this about a month or two ago when they passed the $1 trillion mark? And now no, it's...
1: No, it was, was on them a couple of months ago. I was longer, much longer than that.
0: Oh, it wasn't that long ago,
1: was it? No,
0: I don't remember it. So it was, must have be been more than an hour ago. An hour? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway look I'll, I'll give you this uh there's a nice little graph somewhere now i don't know where's this That's,
1: that shows the exponential growth
0: uh oh, where was there was it must have been a link in here i think it was here's the link here we just a little graph here it is this is the uh, just a oh, picture that, yeah. yeah just a picture of the graph uh from i think maybe from the apple shares okay app, so let's see what? let's
1: see where this one trillion mark is you're talking about i'm just
0: looking up here Right at the top, right there, it's got two point T. That's the capitalization, two trillion. How yeah. fantastic is that? But uh, look, it took Apple two years—well, two years ago. Jeez, to go from the, the world's first one trillion company to—there oh, you go. Yeah, I can't believe it's two years. My God. Uh, yeah, you, some,
1: you mix up, you mix up two months, two years,
0: do you? Yeah, it all merges together you know yeah. <laughs> uh, uh yes yeah, so, yeah two minute two trillion the milestone took place on wednesday morning as apple shares climbed about one percent so the two trillion market cap is based on apple stock breaking a price of 467.77 cents per share multiplied by the company's most recent report of oh here's a big number four billion two hundred seventy-five million six hundred thirty-four thousand outstanding shares prior to apple hitting the official milestone shares were trading in the $464 range uh, apple's own stock app first showed 2 trillion in in intraday valuation as a 1049 on that wednesday apple is technically the second company to reach the 2 trillion dollar mark you would think really i know amazon's up there it's pretty it's yeah, pretty worth a bit i think amazon's the biggest no, it's not. That's what I thought when I read this too. I thought, "What it must is be, biggest... must, be me, must be me?" Is it? Oh, wouldn't you wish, eh? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd like to be talking to a trillionaire. How much? <laughs> how would you be? Um, yeah. So anyway, the second, the 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 second, the first company that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. The first company to hit the two trillion dollar mark was a Saudi Arabian oil company known as Saudi Aramco. Uh, Mm, Aramaco first hit the number in December 2019 on the strength of the then solid demand for fossil fuels, and the valuation was subsequently reduced by the Chinese flu-related travel declines and falling oil prices.
1: So uh, So it's not so rich anymore?
0: No, probably not. But remember, there was a stage, wasn't there, when the price went down under a dollar? Yeah, that was great. You You got those cheap prices? Yeah, we did. Yeah, and I filled up a few jerry cans. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good,
1: I'll I'll wait till it goes off and then I'll try and use it.
0: (laughs) Petrol doesn't go off after a while. If you
1: have it sitting for three or four years, it goes off.
0: Yeah, right. So what happens if you put it in your car?
1: Your car dies. You kill it.
0: Yeah, right. What does it turn into? Like back into like oil sludge?
1: No, it turns into um, like a jelly substance. It separates. It's like some jelly stuff and then a a clear liquid.
0: Oh, right. You should
1: give it a try sometime.
0: Hmm. All right. <laughs> um, what, what else have you got? We, we, okay, move us to um, something else.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got to keep moving on here. Okay. Um, a personal story. I've been using Microsoft Edge as my primary browser for um, probably about uh, three weeks now. I moved from Chrome. I thought um, Edge supposedly is going to be doing everything. Um, Edge, is do, uh, Edge is supposedly doing everything Chrome is doing. So we... Uh, I thought it's time to give, it, give uh, Edge a bit of a shot. And it really does operate rather similar to um, the way Chrome does. All little features, uh, it really is very similar. There is, I've got to say, I have noticed I use Dashlane for a password manager, and it doesn't integrate. I've got a, um, a fingerprint scanner, a USB fingerprint scanner I, I, I integrate with Chrome. And it works fine with Chrome, but the fingerprint scanner won't work with Dashlane on
0: Edge. Now, are you and saying... Sorry, can I interrupt for a second? Yeah, you're yeah, right, yeah. Are you are you saying that with this thing... This is in, interesting to me, this fingerprint scanner. Can yeah. you use that as your two-factor authentication mode?
1: Is that why I, I'd use it? Um, no, I use it for primary because I've got it... You probably could use it as... Actually, I don't know. It's a very simple device. All it does is it has it has an encrypted record of your um, fingerprint and when you press it it basically matches that against special code and then it'll type the password in for you that's all it does
0: Right. it's 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 secure mm. but um oh, cuz I thought you were going to go down the path then of cuz cuz you know these two factor authentication codes they sometimes get give you a bit of the shits oh I hate them and... I yeah. They're
1: inconvenient. They're, they're secure, but inconvenient.
0: Yeah. Well, what's your easiest way? Do you just use your phone for them?
1: Uh, yeah. I've got um, Auth- uh, not Authy, Um, I've got the Google Authenticator and the Microsoft Authenticator on my phone. Right. Some people use Authy. I think it is to do both. Because mm. I, I use Xero for my bookkeeping, so I've got a it um, every fourteen days it wants you to um, authenticate two factor. Right. Um, I try and avoid two factor where I can. Um, but in 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 return, I've got to keep my passwords pretty darn secure because I'm relying on them. But and I use Dashlane to help me with that.
0: Well, because I know because it was it is a bit of a cumbersome thing, isn't it, to flip your phone out every time you're looking for a oh, password? Yeah. So this
1: little thing's a little, little looks like a tiny little USB socket in the side. I just push my finger on it. And it's really fast. Right. Log in it because I have the machine locked as well. Windows lock. I can log in with that. It's called Windows Hello. Mm. I can just, um, the machine starts up, sits there, you just press it and it logs straight in. You get all your websites. As long as you've got a good password manager and remind me to move on to another story about Google Chrome and password managers as well.
0: Well, because I've, look, I've tried and I've just only just come back to last pass. I did venture out and I did go and try, look, I've been trying to, I thought I'd try and get right into the Zoho suite of everything. And uh, I, I wanted to get in there, but they. It's, I tried the Zoho Vault. It's just not as good as LastPass. This thing here, LastPass works the yeah. best for me. This is so easy. It's so simple and quick. But yeah. just going.
1: Last LastPass does is, is is popular for a reason. So is Dashlane.
0: Yeah. So just going back to your, the two factors, I got a tip. Uh, yeah so i use i use Authy, and the reason i use the Authy is because i'm pretty sure last time i looked anyway when i went through the choose my one of choice that the google authenticator app wouldn't didn't back up anywhere so if i lost the phone i'm pretty screwed you know and so i thought well i can't do that so i found another one which was that Authy, which did back up to the cloud and so then when I change phones and everything, uh, then I just, you know, you just re-download or log in or whatever. No, but
1: what's backing up to your cloud, your passwords or your, author, well, your authenticator?
0: Well, I'm not sure, but I can change phones and not have to redo that two-factor thing again. So what happens if you lose your phone? And I
1: just get another phone. I go to the website. I log in with my password. And then I, prob- I might have to go through another couple of other authenticating things like date of birth or whatever it is just right. to send authenticate and then i can uh, click on a button which says add um i'll install the authenticator on my phone and then the way you get in your phone it brings up a, a graphical uh, barcode you're scanning your phone to get it into your uh into your authenticator
0: on your phone oh okay right
1: so yeah well anyway you could be back up the wrong tree there, because I think you'll mm. find it's your passwords that are stored online, not authenticated, not your authenticated data.
0: Yeah, because well, that, that's probably true. Because uh, yeah, because you know, when I was looking for it, I just thought well, I I didn't have time to start reading right into these things, and I yeah. couldn't see it straight away. And I went no. Nah. Then I come across this authy and and the good thing about my tip is. <laughs> <laughs> getting a long way around to everything. But yeah, my yeah. tip is that, yes, it's an iPhone app, but yes, it's also a desktop app. So I can quickly, now I don't know if I can show, can I show you this? Yeah, so this is so this the
1: last part you're talking about?
0: No, this is Authy. Authy's desktop. Oh, yeah, okay. So I'll show you my desktop here. So, okay, say I'm in a, on a site where I want to yeah. um, do whatever. So I can just go open up Authy, choose the one I want and then get the number, and I can copy it and then paste it straight on. And it's just... But a... how do you... Yeah,
1: that's only... That's an app running on machine. It's not... You say it's online, do you?
0: No, well, it's on the... The... it's on the Windows. So it's an app on Windows, but it's all... Right,
1: and... okay. So so that's still installing, yeah.
0: Yes, and it's also an installed app on the phone.
1: That could be handy, actually, because it means you don't have to look at your phone if you didn't it's have your phone handy. a lot
0: quicker, Yes. That's my tip. Yeah, yeah. It's, that's, uh, yeah, it's just a lot quicker because I can do the two-factor authentication in a matter of seconds rather than looking around for the phone, unlocking the phone. Is there, is, there that... a, is,
1: there, is there a copy button on that little thing you just showed me? Yes. Where you just go click the copy and then paste?
0: Yes. Yes.
1: You understand that weakens your security though because you've got your authenticator is on yes. the same device you use it to authenticate. Yes, but how secure do you need to be? Well,
0: obviously, whoever designed authenticators never designed it for that purpose. But I mean, yeah, well, well. but look, I'm, I'm looking at it and think, yes, yes. I want all my stuff to be as secure as possible, but I don't want to be fumbling around. I'm already fumbling around for half the day looking for passwords anyway. So yeah. someone someone comes into the office, they break into the office, they've got to, first of all, crack into the windows, and then they've got to, well, once they're into the windows, they could probably do what they had to do. But that's then,
1: not hard to get in the windows.
0: No, but it's you would say it's a bit time. Can, well, I don't know, but like people could knock you on the head too, grab your phone, and get it that way as well.
1: Yeah, but they've got to scan your fingerprint if you've got a fingerprint uh, protected.
0: <laughs> well, that's if you got knocked out, they'll scanner. Yeah, that's
1: a problem with fingerprints. Whereas, um,
0: well, if with I had
1: retina scanners, you have to be conscious. I think.
0: I think if I had missile command codes, yes, I would. <laughs> I would go to the trouble of pulling out my phone and, and you know, two keys at the turn at once and all that <laughs> sort of stuff. But I don't yeah. have missile command codes. And um, some of these things are just a bit of a pain in the bum. And, yeah. and plus, don't forget, you still need your, your uh, password as well. And so as long as your password's pretty strict, and on my most important things, I have a very strict password that's not in um, LastPass.
1: Oh, gee, okay.
0: Yeah, on my most sensitive data.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm heavily I'm heavily invested in, uh, in Dashlane. Right. Um, and I, I use it every day, many, many times every day. Because mm. mm. I've, I've got a lot at stake on my machine, so I, I, I lock at every opportunity I get. Mm. Um, if, you go, if I could point something out to you, you've probably heard it before, security is always a trade-off to... The direct trade-off to any, anything secure is... Um, convenience the hmm. more secure something is the less convenient and it's equally the opposite opposite way and we all have our different points at where that level of security and um convenience lies
0: yeah well yeah well that's right so you you could go down the path of anything like and you could say it's easy to say you know your trade-offs is uh, convenience but you know you could you could put a password you could buy a time delay safe you can put a, your password in the time delay safe and then every time that you forgot it and you needed that password you got to turn your key wait 15 minutes get the password out go, you know, bing 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 and put it back but yeah. like, who's, where, where's your level yeah as you said where does your level of convenience versus security stop yeah and it's
1: a personal decision um <clears throat> my level of security it could, could be very different it all depends on what you're protecting too
0: yeah yeah that's right um now look i'll move on to this one here uh white yep. clothing sizes are very erratic around the world and you know when you buy your new blouse on ebay and it might not fit when you get it you go oh this doesn't fit it's too big <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, and so what do you do but so i'll i'll say in 2018 a report by Barclay Card suggested that almost half the amount of shoppers in the UK spent on clothes end up getting refunds by the retailers. So this is obviously a very inconvenient uh, task, especially for retailers. Yeah. Uh, So somebody has come up a place called Meeple, M-E-E-P-L. So M-E-E-P-L creates a three D. It's an app apparently creates a three D body profile. And matches your personal body measurements with off-the-rack garment data. I've, I've seen I've seen some prototypes of this. In yes. different they're not the only one doing it. No, but I think there's some others that will do it just with the the movement of the phone. Uh, but they're not as they're not as uh, it doesn't use the camera. Others aren't as successful as apparently this one is. So um, yeah, but yeah, so they reckon he wears a picture. I've got a picture. Yeah, there so you go. Yeah, so it maps your body. Not the
1: 3D scan, yeah. Yeah,
0: the, uh, online shops and uses it at online shops that use its service. The customer's avatar can be uploaded into a virtual dressing room to try on items, even. Wow. So experts say if this kind of app becomes widespread, then it could affect the way clothes retailers do business. Yeah. So yeah,
1: well, you don't need to go to the shop anymore. Mm. Sorry, yeah, that's,
0: I, I, that's... I, I didn't swallow a flog. A, a flog. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Sorry, I do not a drink. I'll, I'll just talk it for a moment. Yeah, the uh, that app. I got a feeling that there's, that idea's been around for some time, but I think um, it's taken a while for the hardware to catch up. Like cameras on phones are now starting to get depth sensors, multiple cameras, high resolution. All of those things combined can can achieve everything with this. For instance, um, I've uh, done canvas co-working here we've got a 3d printer and we got an expert that uh, visits every now and then and she's she's got this app i think he puts on her phone and she basically walks around you and can scan your 3d image then upload it into a um an stl file which is how you print you print from an stl file and actually print an image yourself and that was simply all taken from a scan from your phone by I think it was a phone. or might have been a special camera, but I think phones have a level of capability of doing this as well. Did you print one out? Have you? No, I, w- I wouldn't dare print a bus of myself. Why not? It, it, it'd probably crack every uh, camera. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's not an easy process, and uh, right. it's fairly resource-intensive, and uh, I'm busy making little plastic boxes.
0: Oh, okay. Um, well tell us tell us about the other little plastic box that you like. It comes in the shape of a Xiaomi Mi A four. Xiaomi, yeah, uh, let me
1: tell you about this one. Rather disappointed. Oh. Xiaomi Mi A four not coming as Android One uh, not coming as Android One program gets the axe. Just let me get this um website open. Um I read through this uh through this is not too yeah. long. We had some bad news for stock Android lovers of Xiaomi, as leaving the uh, as Xiaomi is leaving the one Android one program behind. Its Mi A series gained popularity most in the Western market by offering clean Android experience at the uh, customary at the customary for the company aggressive prices. Well, they write it in Chinese. Oh, it sounds like it. Um, anyone looking for a vanilla Android was bound to stumble upon Xiaomi's A-series. However, the company has officially confirmed that it will no longer release handsets running Android 1, which in turn means that there will be no Mi A4. Mm-hmm. I have a Mi A3. My wife has a Mi A2. We've got a few clients with uh, different phones, Mi A1. Uh There's no specific reason for the discontinuation of a lineup, but the educated guess would be the issues Xiaomi was facing with the software when providing updates to these phones. They were often late, even though the Android One program is all about swift updates and longer support. I read this last paragraph there. Interestingly, though, Motorola has been steering away from Android One Innovative with the, they're probably supposed to say innovation, with the last couple of releases sticking with pure Android and some added features on top, much like uh, OnePlus is doing. So this leaves HMD, which is Nokia, as the only major st- major uh, maker still um, uh, running with Android One Show. So what's their now, p- plan then? So with Xiaomi, Mm. xiaomi's got a very good android operating system their own custom unlike samsung's got theirs xiaomi's got theirs and you, you talk to will about it he loves the um i think he's got a redmi or some sp- special xiaomi mm. he uh he thinks it's great now that's what the android one series i i have reasons for android one and that's as uh, i've got um a lot of similarities with clients so
0: when they call me over the phone i can talk them through the process i've told you about that before so but yeah so sorry like i don't understand well, i don't know if you can explain but I, I don't understand like if the Xiaomi was using android one which is the vanilla android um why are they providing updates don't they don't they just get the software and bung it on the phone and that's it and no the they have to
1: submit google well the, the problem is this one i've got the xiaomi uh, Mi a3 i was supposed to get the very latest update pretty much about one or two weeks or even a month after it was released by Google to the uh, Google pixel. I was still waiting four months later and they tried to deploy the same build to these phones on four different uh, occasions and they kept on uh, rolling it back because it was crashing phones. Right. Okay. And it was doing, it was just a. it was, it was giving some pretty bad results from what I hear. I didn't fortunately have that problem because I, I delay my updates. Hmm. Um, so you think but, that but anyway and that's why they pulled the pin on a4 i reckon because they just couldn't uh keep up with google's requirements because google yeah, okay. they have to submit to google hey google here's the updates and then google will roll it out to the android phones i think
0: yeah okay yeah right
1: well it gets so that, more complicated yeah that's how android one works now the problem with that is i'm I like Android One because it's just plain old vanilla. There's nothing fancy about it. Mm. And there's no lockdowns. There's no, you're not locked into any Other than the Google system, you're not locked into any one particular brand. And if you want to pick up from uh, 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 Xiaomi and go to Nokia, which is HMD, you can quite easily do it without a problem because you're not locked to any uh, um, platform. Mm. Apple users are locked in. And you talk to any Apple user, which includes you, you fortunately tried both, both uh, platforms platform so you're a bit more experienced but there's plenty of apple users out there that have never experienced uh google uh android and they probably never will because it's just too hard to get out of the of the apple um
0: yeah
1: ecosystem uh, ecosystem's a word yeah Mm -hmm. and as a result they'll never know what it's like to use a different os i give you credit for giving it a shot
0: yes well yeah look i i didn't mind giving it a shot i wanted to, i wanted it to work w- with a lot of things obviously if you're going to spend time on it you want them to work yeah. but uh, but at the end of the day you know like i just fi- found maybe it was the apps fault rather than the f- the phone or whatever but there were some apps that were available on both platforms and just simple simple little things like um like little like little
1: screen screen, screen rotation
0: no well no not i didn't have any issues with that but just simple things like say on a on, on an app for like i've got this app that does uh, hours that calculates hours right so you push start when you start a job and push finish when you finish a job and then yeah. but if you forget to push to finish well the, there's a little badge on the app icon that says one which means as you've got one job still going so you can look at the phone and go oh geez i didn't turn that off because it's on but on the Android. I couldn't get that little badge going. I had to install um, like another app and then try and t- tweak this little setting over here and, and do all this rubbish just to make simple things work, to, to make my life easier. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, my life was easier over there on Apple because things were working. Um, yeah,
1: Apple, Apple is smooth, things work well, and Apple really rules with an iron fist. And if if, they, if there's an app out there and it's not working properly, Apple will Apple will just... Ditch it. Wipe it quick smart. They don't Mm. care. Android is a lot more flexible, and hence why they've got a bigger app store, I believe, a much bigger app store. Um, They're more flexible, and they they make do, and and sometimes it's it's not as good, and it can fail. An Android phone simply does not last as long as an Apple phone. Mm. Um, Apple phones will last. You'll still be using an Apple phone in four or five years' time. Um, Sure, you replace a battery and what have you but android not many android users use a 5 year old phone
0: so then why why are you still with android it's what? cheaper to, okay
1: it's cheaper it gives But not in freedom. the long run um it's cheaper to keep up to date now in the long run it's still cheaper we're talking like this this thing i've got was like 3 or 400 dollars and it's a it's a um it's got the power of uh, the latest apple phone which costs uh 1600 mm. So that is um, that's more than four times the price, and yet, like but, you, an, an Android phone, if it lasts you two years, it'll easily last two years. Um, that's still you're still ahead. You
0: do your sums, you're still ahead. Yes, yeah. But then uh, I think it, for me, because I, I went down that path of the the economics, I'm thinking, well, yeah. I can buy three Android phones for the price of one Apple phone. You know, and I thought,
1: you pointed that you pointed that out at one stage, but obviously mm. it obviously didn't keep you on the uh, platform. No,
0: because at the end of the day, it was the the GUI that that, that I, I needed to go back to the GUI. You know, yeah. the, the, something that would just work. Even things like a uh, a uh, uh, the, the ringtone that that incremented in loudness. You know, the more it rang, the louder it got. So yeah. pretty much built into the iOS, but. Android, I've got to go buy an app, get an app. I've got to tweak a couple of settings. And just, that's another thing, you know, you go. Urgh! Yeah,
1: um, it's, it's probably lack of knowledge because mm, I, I've, I've been able to do that um, off the cuff with all the phones I've done for the last five
0: years. Mm. And look, you're probably right. And and I guess I most of my life was being on iOS and yeah, I just couldn't handle it. I, I put yeah. my toe outside the ecosystem and I got scared and then I had to come yeah. back.
1: No, you tried it, and I give you credit. I can't um, criticize you for not trying. There's people out there that go, I wouldn't touch Android at a 10-foot pole, and you ask them, well, have you ever actually tried it? And they go, no, they wouldn't want to. Hmm. Well, you don't know then, do you? That's right. I I, I have you. Believe it or not, I did when I was deciding to go Android or Apple a long time ago. I tried both, and because of my job, because I do do maintenance, and um, uh, there's a, a lot of people... I want the freedom to, like, for example, I like Android, especially the plain vanilla Androids, because you can basically take off every every single app on that phone and just have your SMS and your phone app and everything else is not on there, not even email, mm. nothing. It's completely gone. Mm. You'll have bucklers are doing that on an Apple phone.
0: Yes, but I guess it depends what you want to use it for. If you wanted to be Secret Squirrel, then you would get the Android and then you wouldn't have nothing on there except... Whatever you it's, want it's not secret
1: Squirrel. it's more about the um, old dear wants to have that phone and all she's done is use a phone for SMS and phone calls and she says I don't want any of the other bells and whistles mm. but like I can say to them if they use an Apple I say sorry Apple wants you to have them there whether you use them or not with Android I can actually go uninstall 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 so they've got a basic phone that does SMS and the, uh, calls and
0: that's it mm. you could it's hide them. flexibility you could hide I think you can. On the app. Yeah, but it's
1: using resource, mm. and when it updates, it updates those hidden apps as well. Yeah. In it, with Android, you remove it completely. There's no resources wasted uh, updating or maintaining, uh, or whatever be the case.
0: Mm. All right. Well, um, well, that's no good for you and the M- M- the Mi A4. But anyway. Um... Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, but say so my last thing I want to say there, Nokia, fantastic phones, and they're staying with the Android one. Uh, ecosystem for the time being but the less companies that supported, the less chance uh, android will keep on going going on with it so who knows what's going to happen in that game they've mm. uh, google has axed plenty of things in their past there's yep. nothing to stop an ax and uh, what i think is a good thing because
0: just just as a quick one just to finish off with is uh just talking about the android system there uh and and the, the maybe the short lifespan of it all then how does it go with say like tvs like if you buy a tv you'd expect you'd like your tv to say last 10 years maybe not at least but you know it'd be good yeah. if it would last 10 years but then is the android system on it going to last 10 years probably not so then the smart tv becomes dumb after what two or three years is this what you're saying
1: uh yeah and th- that's
0: uh tvs
1: they, they might contend maybe they'll have uh, well one problem i have with tvs it's not just android you name a TV that someone's got that's 10 years old that still works with any sort of smart apps with Mm. any operating system. They all go out of date no matter what they are. And Android, I'd say the TV thing will probably continue operating for maybe four or five years, but it'll stop working the same as every other one. I bought a Samsung uh, 10 years ago. not I don't think there's like maybe two of the apps and they're just rubbish apps work on a Samsung operating system and I just hook up a PC to it no don't even bother with, or, or a Google um, Chrome. you get
0: Chromecast. Mm. Chromecasts are great. Oh, yeah, they are brilliant. They're great. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But so why do, why are we worrying about TV, smart TVs? Why don't we just buy a normal TV and stick a Chromecast in the back of it? And then Because,
1: yeah, yeah, I'll give you my analogy on there. Samsung sells their TV. They want to keep people in the Samsung systems so they can't move. So they give them this really fancy, up-to-date, samsung software and then when they want people buying new tvs they uh they basically make sure their hardware and software becomes out of date Hmm. and naughty marketing (laughs) i reckon that's my conspiracy i reckon it's a marketing thing and plenty of people uh, say that too
0: yeah yeah that's right and one thing just coming full circle is one thing when you watch that show high score when they're talking about the arcade games and everything it's just all about the money they designed them to make you want to um play more put your put it. your coin drop your coins in the that's slot that's right yeah so you know they make them harder or whatever so your game doesn't last uh more than you know five minutes or something so you're in there you're in the zone and you just go another 20 cents and start again and i and... have
1: spent so much as a teenager i spent so much money on arcade games and arcade centers mm. and oh yes. i spent hours of these places i was bloody good at them and i could play for a long time on one coin, but boy, I sunk a lot of money into it. Mm, to get, get to that
0: there that stage. Though. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. All right. But that's, uh, that's a good show. So go and have a look at it. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Paul. Uh, that, that, that's, that's it for me today. Yeah, that's it for me too. Look, I did have another one, but I won't even bother. It was about uh the, the Falcon 1973 XA GT Pro. And um but you know, I think I had one last time I was here. But you know the one yeah, that was Yeah,
1: yeah, you must like your
0: falcons. Not really. I don't know why the story just popped up, but the the one that I spoke about last time had a rat's nest in it, sold for three hundred. And this one is brand <laughs> well, is, is really shiny, no rat's nest, and looks like it's gonna sell for about five hundred. So um yeah, it's all good. Five hundred five hundred dollars or five hundred thousand? Five hundred K wow yeah, no it's crazy isn't it, it is, yeah, crazy. yeah but uh but yeah so anyway um thanks for joining us all thanks paul for coming in and and uh thanks, taking thanks time for out of uh, your day.
1: hosting glint yeah it's been no, good
0: no problems at all and uh yeah we'll, we'll uh will and jake's back next week and we'll see you soon all right have fun and don't forget if you've got a problem with web pages send me an email